Hello from the fort. Welcome to Toros in the Middle, the podcast, a place where we sit down with various members of our community to learn about the people that make every space, classrooms to cafeteria, at Spanish Fort Middle School, the amazing place that it is. I'm your host, Jacqueline Richardson. Welcome back to Toros in the Middle, the podcast. You are listening to episode 14. Today on our show, we have two members of our community who have been on a mission to educate parents, students, and school leaders about social media and how to balance safety and reality. They recently have traveled all over the state educating school leaders on the current trends in social media that our students are using. Thank you so much for being on the show. Leslie, let's start with you and introduce yourself, please. I'm Leslie Wheeler, assistant principal at Spanish Fort Middle School, and I'm Christy Bush. I'm a parent and a business owner here in Spanish Fort. So you started this initiative several years ago. Um, Let's start there. What led you to begin this important work? Well, it started um, roughly four years ago when um, school resource officer Harville who is now the resource officer at Spanish Fort High School. Um, he actually was the, he was the SRO for all of the Spanish Fort schools. And uh, he and I, I was having to call him weekly to come up to the middle school um, as we were dealing with um, different things that happened over the weekend or at home. Um, it could be anywhere from the cyberbullying to the text messages, um, threatens to fight at school, um, pictures, what they refer to as sexting, um, going around and then going viral and, you know, hitting all over the school. So, you know, he and I were kind of talking about, this is ridiculous. You know, when we call parents in, parents seem to have a deer in headlights um, and, and they want help. They're looking to us for help. And we could see that. And so we were like, we've really, we need to do something like, because what we're doing currently not is currently not working. So uh, we decided we were going to have a meeting, and we invited, uh, this meeting was held in November. We invited uh, Judge Bosch, who came and spoke. We invited the DA, Winters. He spoke. Uh, We invited um, Bowen County Mental Health. Um, They came and they spoke and did a little um, something on just the emotional aspects and how it affects students emotionally when they have to deal with such things. And and the meeting was a huge success and parents kind of left going, give me more, give me more, give me more. Christy actually came to that meeting and when she left, she said, I need to be a part of your team. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. Um, I was sitting in the audience really um, just from a parent perspective and knew that my kids were going to be getting devices pretty soon. And I was already sort of in the social media consulting world, but I was working with adults. So I didn't know a ton of information when it came to kids and devices and, and so on and so forth. So I learned a lot that day and I literally walked to the front of the room after um, the conference was over and proceeded to sort of beg or vomit all of my information onto Harville and say, I have to be a part of this. And that's what we did. We formed it. So I became the parent representative and um, Leslie's the school representative and Harville is um, the police sort of resource officer representative. And it has worked so amazingly well. Um, it ended up turning into a business for me, KB Communications 
organizations. And so I've been doing that for the last four years and I've traveled all over the country at this point, educating parents and professionals and teens about social media because there really is a huge, you know, education gap between giving children devices and then parents and what to do with it and how to keep them safe and how to protect them. And so, um, that's what I've been doing. That's what we've been doing here in this community. And that's what I've been doing sort of nationwide, actually, mm-hmm. for the last four years. And from that first initial meeting, you know, we had another meeting, you know, that same year inviting different people. We actually connected with um, the FBI in Mobile, um, Paul Weathersby, and he came and spoke. You know, every time we have a meeting, every time we have a community meeting, we invite different people because parents need to hear, you know, what's out. They need to hear the reality of what's out there. It's not all, as Christy will say, rainbows and butterflies. Right. You know, there are some things that parents need to know before, you know, they give their child a device. And we will say that this is not just for middle and high school parents. This is for parents of elementary kids because that's when they need to learn about it. You share the, you talk about um, driving with your child. So share it because that's a great analogy. Um, when I first started doing this a few years ago, I just, I like to think of stories and analogies and I think it helps to relate a little bit when you have stories, but I sort of equate it with, um, what is the first thing you do when your child turns 15 and other than prayer, which is what I tend to get from everyone, every parent, when I ask that question, the answer is, is we get in the car with them and we ride with them for a whole year and we teach them how not to, you know, kill everybody in their path and to hurt themselves because they're driving this 10 ton vehicle. And so for one year, we teach them what to do. And so what has happened with social media and with devices, we're not riding with our children. And if we are giving them a device at say age 10, and they do not leave your home until age 17, that is seven years that you absolutely have to be riding with your children. You have to be paying attention to what they're doing and how they're doing it and what platforms they're on. And but I think it's most important for us to remember is social media was never created for children. It was never created for teens. Social media was created in 2003 for young adults, for adults to be able to socialize and communicate on a college campus. Today, it is still not a platform for children. TikTok is not a platform for children. Snapchat is not a platform for children. None of them are. YouTube Kids is really the only thing that is out there right now that is considered sort of quote unquote social media that is, um, you know, for children. But other than that, it's really not a platform for children. And our children are at risk because they are on these platforms for sure. And a lot of times they're on those platforms more so than having those conversations with their parents. And and that's that's been our focus. You know, since just having the community meetings, uh, we've expanded to doing some activities with our teachers and teaching our teachers about what the kids are doing online. We do frequent surveys out there with our with our students so that we know, yeah. you know, what's the hot Um, app out there that they're using, you know, and why are they using it? And then also now, you know, we've focused a lot on educating our students, uh, really targeting our eighth graders, but we've really, we've targeted all grades, but we do more with our eighth graders because they can handle a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Right. And so four times a year, they have a guest speaker that comes in and talks to them next week, next Mm -hmm. Tuesday, actually, November the 19th, um, our eighth graders will hear from two FBI agents um, who are going to, you know, really give them them some information about what's out there yeah. and what they need to be aware of. And Christy, you've yeah. been to talk to the eighth graders yes. several times. Yes, I do. Once a year, we 
scheduled out and I come and meet with them and I do class by class. So I'm there for the whole day. Um, and what I have recently started doing the last couple of years is switching it instead of telling them what not to do. I do tell them the things that are out there they need to avoid, but I'm trying to get them to think. And so the title of my programs with teens and children right now is this is your social media because the reality of it is this is their social media life. And while their parents are supposed to be leading that right now, everything they do right now is going to be reflective later in life. So what they're doing as a middle schooler, you can still pull up when they are in their 20s or in their 30s or in their 40s. And so they have to be incredibly careful starting now with what they are putting out there. And so I'm trying to get them to think how can I use social media to best represent me? And what are the best decisions that I can make with it? So really and truly flipping it to try to get them to think yeah. about that process. And I like that because I, I know it's we're all so scared and we need to be so vigilant about it. But I also, they're going to be on it. So I'm glad yes. that you showed them the good too of how yeah. to use it for good instead of evil. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I say all the time it's like a dog with a bone. I mean, a, a puppy's going to chew on your furniture or they're going to chew on the bone. It's just about redirection and giving them something else to, that's positive to chew on, so to speak. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you just came back from a whirlwind tour of Alabama, <laughs> yeah. spreading the social media love. So tell us some of the places and some of the things that y'all did, who your audience was, what, what that was like. Well, we were very fortunate um, that class, this is the Council for Leaders in Alabama Schools, um, invited us to come and do their November Leadership Institute. Um, and so Christy and I jumped on that opportunity because we were able to talk to school leaders, school counselors, social workers, um, central office administrators, and teachers, and just share what we're doing in the tiny town of Spanish Fort, <laughs> you know, and, and how, you know, they can easily, you know, get out there and start helping their community as leaders educate their parents and their teachers and their students, because that you have to start somewhere. We can point fingers all day long on whose responsibility right. it is to educate students and to monitor them on social media. Mm -hmm. But in reality, the finger points at all of us because it's all of our responsibility. And so we just kind of, we went and we did our presentation. We were in, um, we started in Mobile. Um, then we went to Auburn and we had a, a fantastic crowd in Auburn. We had the most that we had was we in did. Auburn. Um, and then we went to Jacksonville where we uh, presented at Jacksonville State University. And all of, you know, the three cities that we were in, um, there were people from all over. You know, we had people from Hoover, from Jefferson County, mm -hmm. um, from Elmore. Calhoun County. Elmore. Elmore County. I mean, just, yeah. just all over. So we yeah. really feel like, you know, those those people, our audience left with you know what, we got to go do something. And, yeah. and a lot of them talk to us about, this is what we're going to go do. We're going to, yeah. and it's all about starting somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I had quite a few contacts me afterwards. I'm going to go speak in their communities and their schools. We're lining all that up for the upcoming months and then all the way into next year, actually. Um, and one of the things I do, even when I do come in as a speaker, I have started teaching those communities after I leave, here's what you can do, which is exactly what we were doing for those three days. Here's what you can do in your community after I'm gone as your speaker. Here's how you can set up other speakers, because I don't want it to feel like 
it's, it's not a one and done situation. Social media changes every single day. So we have to stay on top of it and stay current with it to keep our children safe. And so I want these communities to understand that, you know, you can bring in people exactly how we've done and it doesn't always have to cost money. You can bring people in for free to chat as well um, and get education that way. So it's just about getting the education out there and really keeping our kids safe. So incredibly yeah. important. So top tips, like if we, you talked about where to start yeah. um, with things. So like if you could give us three things, what would be the top things that you would tell? Yeah. So first is open communication. Um, it's not about, and I want parents to understand because I think I get, well, I know I get all the time. What apps can I use and what's the best app and what's going to lock everything down? And that's not really where it is. Um, apps are only reactive. So what they can do is tell you when your child has done something they should not do. So what we have to do is be proactive. So we have to start with open conversations with our children. They have to understand the consequences and what we are expecting, our expectations. Um, two is locking the phones or locking the devices down for time and content. Screen time is a great place to start if they have an iPhone or whatever that looks like in their phone, starting with screen time and making it age appropriate. So I think those two things, if you start there, because social media is vast, online landscapes are huge. It can feel incredibly overwhelming. But I think if we start in those two places and work from there, there's social media contracts you can do. And there are app monitors out there that I think in the right time and place are great, but they absolutely should not be the first thing that we reach for. They never should be. And I'm going to finish that because you said top three. Yes. <laughs> with when there are opportunities to meet and learn, you show up. Yes. So this meeting on November 20th, you show up. That is number three because there's not a, what we learned on mm -hmm. our tour across America mm -hmm. is what we, America, <laughs> yeah, maybe one day, right? Like yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> our tour across Alabama is, is, Communities aren't doing this. Like, right. we started something. Yeah. You know, here in small town Spanish Fort, we started something. Yeah. And and communities around Alabama are now picking up on the fact that they need to do something as well. And they are. That's the plan. That's the purpose, right? So when there is a meeting where you can sit and learn from other people, you yeah. show up. Yeah. Because it's not many things that you get to go to where you're getting information for free. Right. Yes. And you're getting tips and tools like we're yeah. going to teach you how, how to lock your, your phone down, how to yep. put restrictions on the phone, yep. how to use, um, you know, the iPhone where it has the screen time where you mm -hmm. can limit it. So it's not you telling your child, put the phone down, put the phone down, put the phone down, put the phone mm -hmm. down. Didn't I tell you to put the phone down? The, the phone does it by itself. Yeah. And then you can go, oh, yep. sorry. <laughs> so right it's out. good stuff. It's good stuff. And we just want, we want everybody to show up because you're not, you're not going to walk away and be like, oh, that yeah. was a waste of my time. You're gonna walk away and be yeah. like empowered yeah. to go and do th to go and have those conversations that Christy was talking about with your child. Yeah. So there's a community meeting next week. Um, give us all the details about that so that we can show up. That meeting will be Wednesday, November the 20th. It is at Spanish Port City Hall. And it's basically, it's titled Social Media Balancing Safety and Reality. And that's something that Christy and I came up with just because, um, you know, there is a, what we call our group. When we initiated our group, kind of left this out at the beginning, but when we initiated our group, we, you know, came up with this catchphrase called Crack the Code. Right. Um, and so there is a Crack the Code Facebook page that Christy runs and pushes out 
valuable information daily, sometimes yeah. multiple times a day. Yeah. Um, and that kind of came our name. We, you know, took that name to the Grits Conference. Yeah. Uh, we presented at the Grits Conference. Unfortunately, a lot of people didn't um, really understand what that mm-hmm. meant. You know, it doesn't that doesn't really tell you, oh, we're talking about social media. Right. And so we're moving away from, from that name so that people know what we're doing. So if you were to Google, uh, you know, social media conference, this would come up mm-hmm. because, the, you know, social media balancing safety and reality, that tells you what we're doing. Right. Um, crack the code doesn't necessarily do that. But we're going to keep that crack the code phrase because that was our yeah. our first name of yeah. our first group, <laughs> Harville, Christy, and I. Um, but this is this meeting is on Wednesday, November, November 20th, like I said, Spanish Fort City Hall. It starts at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's open to the public. We don't want just people from Spanish Fort, although we love our people from Spanish Fort. <laughs> we want people from all over. This meeting yeah. is for anybody and everybody. Yes. You're a parent, you're a teacher, or you know, you're just you you just want to know more about it. You are welcome to come and hear um, our speakers. Because that's where it starts. It starts with knowledge. Knowledge right. is power. Yeah, absolutely. This year, we're absolutely we're actually going to have um, a special guest that is a local mom that her son was contacted by a predator online over the summer, and she's going to speak with us. And we're going to have an opportunity to hear her story. And then after her story, we're actually going to go through. We have screenshots of the messages, and so we're going to go through the entire grooming process. And you get to see how he started from the first minute to the last minute of how he groomed her son and how quick. Like very, very quickly, um, it can happen. And we're hoping that this education can help parents know what to look for, especially in keeping their kids safe. And again, you know, this is not just for parents of older students because that grooming can start on an online game. Yes. Fortnite, uh, Minecraft, any of those games that our students are playing, that's where it can start because who are they playing with? They're not necessarily playing with just the people sitting in your house or just the friends in the neighborhood. That is an online game that they're playing with people all across the world. Yeah. And that's a scary thing because that's where that's where sometimes it starts. And then it moves to other platforms. Yeah. This was a quick grooming process with him. But I do want parents to understand that it's not just, you know, their child's talking to someone in a week span. Predators will wait a year. They will wait two years to contact your child. In that time frame, they are establishing a relationship to the point that your child thinks that they are friends. Um, I used to be a child abuse investigator years ago, and the landscape has changed drastically from how predators used to access children 15, 20 years ago versus now. Unfortunately, our children are giving predators every bit of the information that they need to um to really and truly access them. So I think this is incredibly important that we share this information and the parents at least know what to look out for. So our last segment is things you love about Spanish Fort. There are so many things that I love about Spanish Fort, but obviously first and foremost for me is that in the community of Spanish Fort, educators and parents work hand in hand together to do what's best for our students. And that is not something that you see in every community. I agree. I totally agree. Um, I'm the same. You know, we've we've been here only six years, so we're a little bit new. I absolutely love the area, and I love the fact that I was able to walk up in a conference and vomit my information and was welcomed right into this whole process, which has turned into a movement of sorts. And so I absolutely love the um, the accessibility and the support, and um, my kids love it here too. So. Well, it's such important work that y'all are doing, and thank you for doing that, and thank, thank you. you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much.
please make plans to join Leslie and Christy at their next community event, which will be November 20th at six o'clock at the Spanish Fort um, City Hall. If you want more information about their initiative, you can go to their Facebook page, um, crack the code. The Facebook page is Social Media Navigation. Thanks for listening and have a great day.